Good morning. Happy Sabbath again. I'm going to share a selection with you, sorry, called Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. And I know sometimes it is a difficult thing to trust in Jesus when life might not be going the way we want it to. But when we learn to trust in Jesus, oh how sweet it really is.
Our scripture readings comes from Proverbs, chapter 13, verses 13 to 18. He who scorns instruction will pray for it, but he who responds to command, he is rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. God understands God, good understanding wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful is at hand. Every prudent man acts out of knowledge, but the fool exposes his folly. A wicked messengers fall into trouble, but trustworthy envoy brings healing. He who, he who ignores discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. Matt and I didn't coordinate, but that's what I have to talk about today. It's all about trusting him. Trusting that he knows what's best for us. My topic this morning is mama bear or lioness. What's the difference? Wolves no longer hunt, but scavenge at their leisure. Not far away, the pack feasts on still another fallen bison. But someone's gotten wind of their bounty. A grizzly mother and three big cubs. Raising triplets in Yellowstone is quite the accomplishment. Even among grizzlies, who are notoriously good mothers, she's remarkable. With so many mouths to feed, she has little choice but to take on the pack. Just when it looks as though there's enough to go around, someone else is on the scent, a lone male. This is bad news. Male grizzlies sometimes kill cubs. Time for him to back off. A male bear, a youngster, is no match for a riled up mama bear.
Mama bear has to raise her cubs alone. No daddy bear, no grandpa, grandma bear, no aunts, uncles, or sisters, or brothers. No one to bolster her weak areas, no respite care, no one to watch her back or back her up. If something happens to her, her cubs are in jeopardy. Now, Linus's. Rock climbing may not be his forte, but he's learned that persistence pays. A cobra, one of the deadliest threats a lion cub could ever face. Fortunately, the cub's curiosity is tempered by an innate caution. Faced by a threat, the pride join forces. Their first concern is to corral the cubs. Their enemy carries a concealed weapon. It spits venom. The poison jets from hypodermic fangs. The lions are lucky. One drop in the eye would blind them for life. With the spitting cobra at large, the cubs are at risk. Holding them by the scruff of the neck stops them struggling as they're carried to safety. Danger is never far away. Elephants actively seek out the only predator that kills their calves. Revenge is sweet and cubs are an easy target. The lioness is powerless to reach her cubs, so now they're on their own. Their first instinct is to hide. But even an adult lion needs to know when to run. Their mother attempts a rescue, but again the elephants drive a wedge between her and her cubs. <laughs> Faced by overwhelming force, 
Her only choice is retreat. If she was wounded, her cubs would die. It's best she hides and finds them later. Her young may have escaped, but without their mother, the clock is ticking. Because of the many dangers, more than half of all cubs die in their first year. In searching out the African proverb that says, it takes a village to raise a child, what I found, it means that an entire community of people must provide for and interact positively with children for those children to experience and grow in a safe and healthy environment and where children are given the security they need to develop and flourish and realize their hopes and dreams. The idea that a village must help in raising a child is more about the values, responsibilities, and life lessons that the village must share. The children grow up and are raised around the values and morals of the entire village, not just what's going on at home. Jesus makes this very clear in the Great Commission, which is found in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore. Now the implied subject is you and me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The church has lost a lot of that zeal. We don't really take that all that seriously anymore. Uh, we leave it to the evangelists, to the television ministries, but how much of it are we really doing it as individuals? The second command is teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. The second command has long been neglected. It's sadly become the great omission. I believe that this is the most solemn command God has given us. I also feel the heavy weight of responsibility to carry out this command. I also realize my own need for guidance and spiritual discipline. Our ability to carry out this command is only possible because of his promise. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. In Revelation 5, 4 and 5, And I began to weep greatly, because no one was found worthy to open the book or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Stop weeping. Behold, the lion that is from the tribe of Judah, 
The root of David has overcome so as to open the book and its seven seals. We belong to the pride of the Lion of Judah. He has bought us with his blood. As they mature, young males begin to explore the boundaries of the pride's territory. Red has ventured out alone. straight into the middle of the hyena clam. <laughs> He's trapped by over 20 of them. Hyenas could kill him. Impossible to fight them all at once. He can't keep them at bay for much longer. He's tiring fast. His ally, Tartu, has heard the commotion. Now the odds have changed. for 20 hyenas. A pair of male lions is too much to take on. Red is lucky.
It's a jungle out there. There's all kinds of poisons our cubs can ingest. The environment is full of venomous critters lurking about to sting and bite them. Then there's the hyenas, the wolves, the vultures, to say nothing of our adversary, the devil, who prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And tigers and bears, oh my! Our safety and survival is dependent on our staying within the boundaries of the pride. If we're smart, we'll stay close to the Lion King. I encourage you to go onto YouTube and watch two sermons by Elder C.D. Brooks. The first is entitled, Is God Particular? The second is entitled, I Want My Church Back. He deals in depth with what the Lord is talking about in the Great Commission, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Our closing hymn is Be Thou My Vision.